0: Hi everyone, my name is Renee Wong, I'm the founder of Wild Women Tribe, a group that makes transformational experiences and connections for women outdoors here on ignite podcast in partnership with park city tv we're sitting down with some amazing and inspirational women in the community to talk about things that matter so i'm excited today to talk to whitney Kozlowski of boco and Locke hughes who is a wellness and health um, writer and coach about the topic of uh, identity which is yes. a pretty big topic and um, one that i think lot of us don't really give a lot of thought to you know you go to a cocktail party and someone says to you what do you do and you just kind of have like your one-liner a couple sentencer that you spill out right. but when it comes down to it you know there's so much more complex to who we are mm-hmm. and furthermore um, why do we need to be put inside of a certain box you mm-hmm. know to kind of fit into society um, do you yeah. have any thoughts on identity that you want to share I mean, I definitely don't have
1: that one-liner for cocktail parties anymore. (laughs) I do so many different things and have so many different jobs right now Mm -hmm. as a freelance journalist that I don't even know how to describe myself. But, you know, I think it's okay. I think it's a positive thing that we have so many different identities these days.
2: And I think it's neat in Park City specifically. I think when people ask that question, they actually don't sometimes mean what do you do for work? Mm -hmm. They mean... Like, what do you like you to go outside? Do you like to hike? Do yeah. you like to ski? Do you like to mountain bike? Do you like to run all that? What, what, how do you like to play? I right. think is the like maybe the question sometimes in Park City thereafter. And I yeah. find that really refreshing. We moved here from California. Um, so I've loved that about Park City.
0: And I think this community in particular has that really. Um, exciting feel to lots of people doing lots of different things Mm -hmm. and drawn by lifestyle and that commonality with people who are just kind of like jack of all trades with lots of interests and passions Um, can you talk a little bit about historically and like the span of you as a person like how identity has played into it have you always
2: liked to define yourself in different ways I can take Um, well let's see now I would say I'm 41 years old and Ever since I was little, I would always love to try different things. I was always a curious kid. I would always love to see um, how things worked, what I could do, if I had an idea. And my parents could probably attest to this. I would say, <laughs> okay, well, I can just figure it out. I see it. I can, I, maybe I can make it. Maybe I can um, put it together. Maybe there's other people that would want to do it with me. And that would go from anything from play dates to different plays that we'd put on to different you know things at school to different uh things as i got older if i was working um things at my job i was always kind of a pied piper that always had ideas and it was always just something that i felt nudged to if i thought of something i'd want to try it i'd want to do it i kind of had this feeling that that life loves the liver of it right and if you're out of trying to, to just go and experience things you've got more to say in this world you've got more to talk about you've got more to share with others so i think for me i've loved evolving and really trying to narrow in what skills i've kind of picked up and and things and passions that i have and try to really blend them into things and if it's everything from my family to my friends to now all of my community pursuits and my business and, and things that really matter, like those things I think create an identity that really is based on me just really trying to contribute to life and be somebody that loves to live it and be around people that love to live it too. And so I find those people and I love on those people and those people make me better. And so I feel compelled to kind of give back and contribute back. Hmm.
1: That's, that's awesome. I love that what you said, yeah. like being around people who love to live life. Um, and also, sort of, it's interesting that you go back to your childhood as well, because that's sort of what I thought about when I started thinking about identity. Is I grew up an only child, so it was a little different because I was <laughs> by myself a lot of the time. But I think that that did help me form a sense of identity when I was really little. And I knew what I liked when I was little. I like I actually loved school. <laughs> I was definitely a, a nerd, but that's okay. And then I also loved like being outside with my friends and playing sports and. Um, Animals, but then it's funny. I was also thinking, sort of, how in college, in my early twenties, I sort of lost my sense of identity. Um, I feel like there's this pressure that comes when we're sort of thrown into this, you know, real world. That I sort of lost track of what I really wanted and what who I really am, and in an effort to sort of like fit in with everybody else in college, and then in my early twenties. And I feel like now I'm thirty, and I feel like I'm back to myself again, and it feels so good. And I you know, I don't regret sort of like losing myself at some points, I think it's something we all have to go through, but I definitely feel like I'm
0: living the life that I wanna live now, which feels really good. No, it's amazing, and I feel like um, there was a huge uh, pressure that I put on myself, you know, to have my identity fit in with what's expected, and um, towards the end of my marriage, you know, I'm divorced, Mm -hmm. it was definitely a loss of identity. I mean, I had no idea who I was, and it's that weird feeling of like, kind of being an extra in your own life where you're like I don't I'm going through the motions (laughs) and it looks like good on paper and you know I kind of fit in with what everyone else seems like they're doing as well but inside like I was getting up in the morning going okay I just have to make it through the day Mm. and you know when you are at that point um it can be really isolating and really like you kind of feel numb out of the rest of your life and so For me, I guess. What would pull you out of that? Well, I mean, the catalyst was, you know, I was unhappy where I was. um, And then inevitably we got divorced. And I think that took away a lot of the um, excuses. You know, I no longer had like a situation that Mm -hmm. I could blame for my unhappiness. And so that kind of thrust me out there. Um, And I remember, well, we sat down. I was just talking mm -hmm. before we came on. Um, about when I was transitioning between jobs and um, Whitney and I had met when I first moved here at a park, it was like, you know what you did when your kids were like (laughs) three or four years old and we had just moved here and I was new to town and you were pregnant with your second and you were just teaching
2: Uh at the
0: time those
2: very early mommy and me classes, Mm -hmm. right? Right, it was a totally different, no kids kind of (laughs) class. and then i went on to teach power hour yeah yes yeah. so it, it all kind of happened at once so you were you so were one
0: of the first people i met but yes. i remember um, it was maybe 5 years ago i was kind of transitioning between jobs and i called up Whit. Yeah. And i'm like i just need like a little bit of guidance and you were so great about saying you know you just got to do you yeah. right like right. you can't ever listen to someone else say, hey, this might be good for you Mm -hmm. or why don't you try that on. You just have to like dig deep and really find like your purpose and what lights you up. And I think that's really like one of the keys. That's the biggest lesson that I think I've learned in my 20s is that
1: only you are responsible for your happiness.
0: Was there a catalyst?
1: Mm -hmm. Was there something that happened? (laughs) Um, I think I sort of had the same tendency to like blame Like I was living in New York for six years, and toward the end of that time, I was feeling really run down. I was like, "Oh, it's the city; it's you know the chaos of the city and this crazy lifestyle." Whereas, it was it was my fault. Like it's almost like you have to take responsibility. Like I wasn't taking care of myself. Like we can get into this later, but health and wellness has become such a big part of my life because I realized that that is a huge part of who I am, and it's you know helps you get back to who you are. Um, But then I. Yeah, I kind of listened to other people say, "Well, why don't you move to a new city?" So I, I did. I tried a different city first um, in the south, and that was not me either. And it sort of hit me when I was living there and still unhappy. Like, it's not the city's fault. It's not, you know, your environment's fault. Um, It's you. And so then I took control of what I wanted to do and moved out to Park City about a year ago. And it feels so much more in alignment with who I am. And yeah, so just like listening to yourself is. So important and really taking responsibility for your own life is so key.
2: Were you gonna add something about that? Well I was just gonna say I'm so glad you moved out here. Yeah <laughs> right this is a very yeah. special place mm-hmm. it really and is. I think on what she said we say this a lot you are the CEO of your own life mm-hmm. you get to choose your hires you get to choose how you work you get to choose what stays and what goes and you're truly the architect of it so you design mm-hmm. it how you want and sometimes um, You know, listening to those nudges or keeping um, track of things that feel good or that maybe don't anymore and and being able to be confident enough to act on that. Sometimes I think that's a hold up in different decades, right, in Mm -hmm. the 20s and the 30s and I can't, I'm in my 40s now and it feels, it is different. But I think um, being able to act on those feels of what actually kind of chasing the light of what feels good and then identifying like you know what i don't know that i love this anymore yeah and i now i'm not going to wait for somebody to make that change for me i actually mm-hmm. am going to ex- get excited to make that change so i love stories like that because it is like taking on that ownership and saying i only have one life yeah and it is the clock is ticking and the time is going to go by so that's another uh, do i let life happen to me or do i go out and happen to it yeah and was there a moment when that kind of occurred to you for me, um, you know, I've had a really serendipitous, lucky life. A lot of people, like, I've had things and I've just trusted the universe. And the universe has been really good to me where I just have been in situations and found myself on life's path just at that moment. Maybe it's being open to it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if anybody listening is like, ah, I just don't have those moments, maybe try. To open up a little bit, because I really do believe they're there, and the universe is always pulling for you and always working for you. You just have to be open to it. So I've been open to um, things ever since. Gosh, I was a t- teenager. Little things of um, you know that happens. Like even like um, every time I get in line somewhere, a big line forms right behind me all the time. <laughs> this still happens. I'm 41. This I noticed this when I was like 12, right? I go to the market to do something. Anyways. I just feel like there's these nudges that if you're open to it and um, and able to um, respond, and like I said, that just this luck and being in the right place in the right time, and this serendipity that I've experienced, I feel a debt of gratitude for because I did act on it and it did work out well for me. Not always, mm-hmm. like I've had setbacks for sure and I've had heartbreak and I've had disappointments, but I, I've been able to kind of let them nudge me somewhere right. I should be. I feel 100% that I should be in Park City, Utah. And it's the coolest, most random story as to why. And it's probably a podcast for another time. But <laughs> those types of things, I, I grew up in Arizona and then I loved living at the beach. I was a beach kid. So, mm-hmm. But I think being able to identify that the universe is nudging you a certain way and you go for it and it's risky and mm-hmm. it's scary. But um, sometimes, and I could I could always feel this, it felt right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I completely agree, but I think that I've misinterpreted the whole like, listen to the universe or listen to yourself as an excuse to not take any action. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I realized like, you have to also yes. take action when you get right. these, when, you, totally. when you're when you in a place and you're waiting for these signs, like if you're just sitting in your apartment all the time by yourself, right. nothing is it's gonna happen. It's hard to make stuff happen. So right. I feel like people in hear your this like, listen, yes. to your, like yes. listen to your intuition or like, let yes. the universe guide you, but it makes people a little maybe less likely to take action. Right. And because taking action is so difficult, but like when I, I mean, I was at a point in Atlanta when I was just like sitting in my apartment a lot. And I think, uh, so, who was it? Somebody told me like, you gotta make a change. Like you gotta make a change. Yes. Like, do you need a like eviction to make you leave <laughs> here? Like you're just sitting here and like not happy. And it's up to you to sort of listen to yeah. that universe or listen to right. that intuition and make a change. Right. So what did you do so in, that, in
0: that moment then? Because I, I want people to see kind of and get inspired by yeah. our stories, but then also to know that hardship happens yeah. and you kind of yep. hit a wall sometimes. Right? Like, what oh, do yeah. you do when you're there, you um, know? So did you start leaving your apartment? Did you start looking for mountain yeah, towns? I mean, I, how, yeah, did you, of, how did you come here? I was in
1: Park City for a work trip mm-hmm. and really fell in love with it and felt something and sort of felt the universe maybe nudging me. <laughs> like, I remember being like going to the airport and just like starting to cry because I was like, I don't want to leave this amazing place. And then a month later, I came back out, and that was sort of thanks to somebody I had met on the work trip, and she said she had an apartment that I could stay in for a little while um, inexpensively, and so I packed up my apartment, put everything in storage where it actually still is in storage in Atlanta. Gotta get that back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just came out here with a couple suitcases and without mm-hmm. really knowing anybody. Um, and who knows how long I'll be here. I mean, I love it here so much, but it's been like the best decision, and immediately I felt a change so good. in my self, in my health, mm-hmm. um,
0: in my happiness. So because fun, you so. listened to the little intuition, the voice that said you need to try so. something. And
1: made a change, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And stopped listening to what that's everybody else- made a change. Yeah, actually made we? a change. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it wasn't like, oh, well, I should move to Atlanta because that's what mm-hmm. people from where I'm from do. You know, I feel like there's a, that's a lot of what people kind of fall into in their 20s is like, everybody else is doing this, so I guess I should follow the crowd and do X or Y, but yeah, listening to yourself and just taking a risk. Yep.
0: Yeah, we've talked a little bit about this, but do you have things that kind of are checks and balances that keep you centered in yourself where you're like, that's a yes, that's a no, like it keeps me saying you really know yourself to a certain point? I'm definitely still working on that. Yeah, I <laughs> I have.
1: I have I, it's something that I definitely struggle with, like sometimes making decisions for sure, um, but one, like I think that was a question that you asked us earlier. And one thing that definitely stood out for me was how doing something that's not in alignment with myself manifests physically for me. Um, like when I was living in that city where I wasn't happy, I was gaining weight, I had major digest- digestive issues, I was exhausted all the time. Like it was a physical manifestation of, of s- sort of stress and anxiety over the future. And um, I feel like whenever I start to get really run down physically, or you know, I don't have the energy to go work out. Then I feel like that's a big sign that something needs to shift or change
0: for me. Yeah, I think it's physical for me too. I'm more emotional about it. Like okay. it'll just not feel good, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And if um, and in the past, I used to push through it and I used to just say, "Oh well, I'll just do it," you know. Mm-hmm. I'll kind of suck bury it up it. or whatever, yeah. bury it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then it would just it would create resentment. It would just you know it would come out in all these other emotional ways, anxiety, things like that. And so. Um, I find myself really just checking like situations, you know, if there's like a party where I know a lot of people and I should go and it would be great networking if I don't want to go and mm-hmm. I'll really kind of check in, then I just won't. Right. And I think like not making excuses is also super yep. huge that I've learned right. within the last couple years. you know, being able to say like no and not no, yeah. have right. to say why and explain yourself because I think as women or just people in general, we tend to kind of quote unquote feel bad if we're not approving or like working into other people's approval
2: Mm -hmm. what about you You know i think for a long time i guess maybe since i have had kids maybe my when my second one came around i started to notice that i would say yes to things and then they'd come up and i'm like i actually don't really feel like going to this (laughs) or i can't or it's just man it's a juggle to get and now I'm making my kids go do something that I maybe don't even want to do and now they're rushing out of the house. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing that? So I started to identify and I use it probably across the board and I, I'm mm-hmm. like very like happy with this that I like a no for me, it really is a yes to something else. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. when I could get that straight in my mind, that guilt goes away. Um, and I really started to want that the people or the things or the time or the whatever it was that was getting a yes for me because I said no to something else. I wanted them to know that, right? Like I, Mm -hmm. that they were taking priority and a no to something that even, it probably even sounded great, but I just could tell with how my life framework was that I wasn't going to be able to deliver myself the right way there. Mm -hmm. So it would be a no. And that made it so it was a yes to so many other Mm -hmm. things. And that has kept me in check, I'd say, probably as a mom, better than a lot of other things that I've tried to fold in as habit or But just really maybe undersubscribing to some things or um, not, you know, overcommitting. We all talk about that, like nobody wants to be overcommitted, right? Mm -hmm. I've always had this thing where people will just say, oh, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. And I am like, who made that? So cool. It's a badge of honor now. Yeah, right? so I really actually don't use that word and yeah. I have fun trying to find yeah. different adjectives when people ask how I am or what's what I'm doing or um, how's life, I really, and I would challenge anybody, yeah. just shift that mindset, just try a different adjective mm-hmm. and see what happens and see if, but then notice how many people use busy, as a answer to, but how are you? Word, it's right? such so negative word, right? It's like,
0: Whoa. my <laughs> life is rolling, it was like a snowball rolling down a hill yeah. that I have no control right. over. And it's just right. full of I, stuff that yeah, I, I- I've totally right. tried
1: to shift my language you know. in the mm-hmm. exact yeah. same way. Like, I mean, I've just been recovering you know. from surgery and so a lot of people are asking about that, but yeah. I'm good, like life is yes. so good. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. When people ask me how my knee is rather than being like, well, you know, like last week I had some pain or like, blah, 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 like, I'm just like, I'm good. Like I can, I'm doing most of the things that I love to do. and.
2: Um, you know. Yeah, I also, yeah, I try to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it's like, I mean, and technically, on paper and out, like, we are really busy, yeah. technically, yeah. right? <laughs> but but, but it a it's choice. a lot of stuff yeah. that mm-hmm. we get to do. Like, exactly. I, I am so excited every day for so many things that I get to do that people would say, well, I would look at your schedule and this is all the stuff you have to do today. And I'm like, I get to do all of this stuff. Yeah. So um, I think sometimes th- the, the and I love seeing the JOMO coming out, the joy of missing out Mm. and that that is becoming (laughs) um, Instead of the FOMO? Yeah, Yeah. right, I think (laughs) people kind of I mean once people are out of their houses it's work (laughs) like and I think there's a real drive to be able to be back home and to get back to that um, that world. So, and for people who they, don't know
0: Whitney, she's yeah. a word master. Oh, so the well, Dromo, Thank you. Did you invent I, that? No, <laughs> it is not me
2: at all. I do love wordplay, but that's not me at all. I was just really proud of whoever came up with mm-hmm. that, and that that is uh, circulating. Yeah. And and, and I hope FOMO people catch on to that fear of missing, missing out, out, but yes. replace also, that with joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, joy, joy of missing out,
1: which I think is really catching on also in the wellness world because of this whole self care movement. Yes. Um, like there's this new it's a newsletter for women called Girls' Night In, and it's all about sort of how to take care of yourself on the weekend, because I think that people have started to realize, which makes me so happy, because I did not realize this in my early 20s, is like, mm. it's okay to stay in on the weekend, and it's probably what you need after working hard during the week to like stay in, You know, cook dinner with a friend, rather than go out and take shots at a bar <laughs> and it's yes. become such a movement <laughs> she said what she said <laughs> such I, a mean, movement but I, I don't
2: I've know seen. there's a time for everything yeah for <laughs> sure and like and that's
1: one thing that i've definitely learned over the course of my 20s is like i i'm a very social i'm an introvert but i'm also a really social person so i guess like an extroverted introvert is what they call it and i like to go out i like to meet new people but then i also need my alone time and i've realized over the past couple of years that that's okay and it's important and it's necessary all in the name yeah. of, you know, self-care right. can, self-care doesn't mean taking a bubble bath and like putting on face masks, although it can be, but right. it to you means, that, yeah. yeah, it just means whatever
2: you need at that time, yeah. which, and I think that's important. so great. If you can get to a point where you enjoy your own company, mm-hmm. that's a great place to be.
0: Because then people will enjoy yeah. you all the more because well, you're yeah. settled yeah. within yourself. And like yeah. having
2: time on your own, like if you enjoy your own company, you've gotten to that place, like that's a great place to be. I think. I do used to travel it alone. Took you guys yeah. some
1: time to get there. Uh, it does. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think
0: being That's a mom, a, yes. and that was something that I yeah. wanted to ask you. But being a mom kind of shifts things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for so many years, when your babies are really little, like they truly do need you. You need to be there all the time. You know. But then it's very easy to like become this identityless um, mom. You're mm-hmm. just mom. You know, and so for me, it's been an emergence into like, okay, well, my kids aren't in diapers anymore. You know, they yeah. know how to get to school the on their own. Chapter. It's just like the next chapter yeah. and re-tapping in to find the yes. things that bring me the joy right. and that make me light up. So yeah, it's been yeah. kind of this evolution of like momdom, but then like, oh well, I'm not just mom. Like I'm right. so many other things that light me up and that make me right. um, feel fulfilled. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. yeah hard to find yourself
2: as a mom. (laughs) But even just doing, like you're at a time right now and your work, like there's so much about the emotional wellness and taking time. Like that, we never had that. Like this is good for you, I think. And your group, like kind of that sect growing up now like do you, i the like kind of the the buzzwords now like that mm-hmm. was never really around Self-care? so i i'm yeah, I'm, such a I'm excited Self-love? to see it is how, you know and we run the the barn um and we see so many demographics mm-hmm. of uh if it's millennials if it's new moms if it's moms that have been at it for a while and then if it's next phase moms where the kids are grown and they aren't they're looking for what they can contribute to or where they can work or what they what was it that they loved and who were they before mm-hmm. kids came into it so it's really been neat to watch all people all of those people say i actually want to make sure i take care of myself so that i'm better to feed into every other group that i am mm. uh, you know kind of a part of mm-hmm. so i i think that's you're you've got like a little advantage i think oh, i think it's sure. good yeah I don't know that it, so much light was shed on it when we were in the no, throes I feel of like motherhood. I am just, you know, the last couple years. Yeah. It
0: was kind of like this revelation yeah, like, wait a minute, I have to take care revelation. of myself? Yeah. not yeah. I done? Like I'm I'm, right. I'm fully <laughs> formed, right? <laughs> yeah. And then no, realizing no. like no, no it's yeah. a constant evolution. And I was going to ask you Whitney like as a mom, how does that sense yes. of identity
2: play into, you know, the lessons you share with your yeah. kids? Well, you know, I feel like I'm just getting started because mm-hmm. my kids of course it's been like i have an 11 year old a nine year old and a five year old and now they're at ages where the engagement's so different mm-hmm. and those moms that have are out there that have kids that are just you know need them all the time it, like it changes and now there's so much that you can contribute to their world and conversations that can happen and the takeaways and you're really as a parent you're really just raising these humans to just be as good as they can be and to create a legacy for yourself and and really if like that's that's the to-do list and so the engagement i feel right now this is my first year that all of my kids go to school and then i get them all back in the mm-hmm. afternoon and that's so different for me because it was always just kind of running around and juggling everything and making sure they're dropped off and picked up and. um but we you know we run pretty lean schedules. They're not in tons of stuff and they are around and my family unit is expanded. my husband's family lives out here. And so it's always like a, it's like a big village of like where kids are everywhere and they're getting um, to do different things that is, was not my normal. Like as I grew up, I had a family of five and we, it was just us and it was my parents and my brothers and that was it. I didn't really know cousins, I didn't really know. But now, watching my kids have a relationship with their grandparents, with their aunt, with their cousins, like, I think I am just so happy now to contribute and engage with them in a different way. And um, that's it's shifted from then, you know, just having to kind of follow them around and make sure that all their needs are taken care of. They now are actually adding a lot of um, to the conversation and, to, the world, and mm-hmm. to our daily world. So it's a little bit different now. And I'm, I'm like it. I feel like... I couldn't remember much before I was five years old. I feel like they didn't, you know, so there's this <laughs> big, now I feel like they can remember everything and I feel like I am trying harder now because <laughs> it, like it matters <laughs> even more, yes.
1: <laughs> no so remember this.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know what, we're all just trying to matter and we don't get it right. And I, this is my first time parenting and um, and I just try to surround myself with people that help me be better at it, truly. And my husband's phenomenal and um, I'm so grateful for that. And it's just, and I've got great people of all ages around me every day of the week at that barn, and I depend on that so much, and I love that so much because mm-hmm. it's helped me be a better person, a better mom for sure. And then it feeds you. Yes, yeah. oh my gosh, these people, and how they feed me is amazing. They take such a good care of me, so mm-hmm. it's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, community, and community, yeah. I yes. wanted to ask you, so since moving here, how have you found your identity kind of blossom? Mm-hmm. Um, you wrote kind of a, like a blog post on Instagram a couple days ago that was really timely and it talked about identity. And I think you said, um, I contain multitudes. <laughs> like I loved that phrase. Which is a quote from Walt Whitman. Okay. That's yeah. not funny. But you, you quoted <laughs> Walt. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I think, so I just got back from a trip over to Europe um, where I have some family and a friend's wedding. And I was over there for a while in big cities like Oslo and London. And then coming back to Park City, um, I was sort of I was thinking a lot, and also I I moved again. I moved from New York City to Park City, and I have these sort of two sides of myself. There's like a duality within me. I feel like I love the big city, the energy, the culture, all the opportunities, all the people. But like, and then my life in Park City is also wonderful in its own way. Um, I remember moving out here and literally having a hiking trail right out my back door was just such a novel <laughs> experience for me, and it was incredible and I felt this an energy a different type of energy here, you know, a different energy than New York or London. Um, and it just it, I feel like I've sort of been wondering like how to like which direction to take like should I maybe move back to a big city or, or am I going to stay here or like I felt like I had to choose and I guess sort of recently I realized that it's okay to have these two different sides of myself and it's okay yeah. to maybe and especially in today's world where I'm freelance I can travel like I can go to all these different places and sort of fulfill and like feed these different sides of myself um, and that's been um, sort of a cool thing to realize and like it's okay to have different uh, sort of dual- dualities I guess within yourself and obviously I'm in a place in my life I'm you know not a mom not married um where i do have the luxury of being able to move around so yeah, i guess i'm just trying to take advantage of it time. that's yeah. a great time that's <laughs> great <laughs> but you know i will right. say get excited about that yeah. oh i am yeah. very excited <laughs> i love it but i will say speaking of like your community at um the bar and the book collective yes. um that is something that i think is also so important in life because i have found that i'm actually spending a lot of time alone still like i I'm often yeah. alone in my apartment because I work from Solo. home as well. Yes. Um, and that's also so cool that you guys have created a community of people to come together, especially through Thank fitness, you. which yes. I love. I love working out. Um, but it's, it's still hard to even find a community these days. Um, you know, People are like, oh, go to your yoga studio, make friends. No, like people are in and out that's of different. yoga studios. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that you guys have really created yes. a place for Thank you. people of all ages, whether like you're like me or older or a parent. So I think that's totally. a really important part of identity as well.
2: And, and I think people need people, even mm-hmm. in, in this time where you can do anything from your phone and you can work yeah. solo and stuff. It is, there's just something about showing up somewhere and having other people. You just like, it can't be underestimated the impact that people can have on you and you can have on them. And most of the time you actually don't know it's happening. Mm-hmm. That's what we see a lot. Some people will be like, you know what? I just had the crappiest day. I wasn't gonna say anything, but Mm -hmm. now that it's been turned around totally, I'm gonna tell you, it's only because (laughs) of that person. I don't even know who she is. Oh my gosh. Right, And Mm -hmm. so we see that type of stuff, right? Where you were saying like, sometimes I just get in my head and I just, and sometimes you you just don't know the impact that people can actually have. So in this day of technology and being able to do everything virtually, I will oversubscribe to people needing people and just that touch and that in person that's um i have a business model that's built on that (laughs) but i also have a heart model that is built on that i need it i want it i've been around for a while um and i see others as well i feel like we are just better together and i think that that identity for us as a collective um Mm -hmm. there's power in that
0: Well, and I think you're touching upon something like individual identity, you know, it starts with you, but then collective identity is what powers
1: the world, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're
0: only as good as the community that surrounds us and the family that we call family, right? So yeah, it's like this dual kind of nature of having to do the work for yourself on your own, but then sharing and creating the community and connection with other people totally which is what communities like the bow collective do and you know what Mm -hmm. i'm aspiring to do with wild women tribe as well yeah exactly you bring people together around a positive notion yeah and um your identity right. is a reflection of that. Right. Yeah, I met so many great girls on the Wild
1: Women Tribe event at the Pro yes, Collective. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> exactly. right. like really some of my good friends now. I mean, it's just so cool to right. come to, and I had only been in Park City for probably about six months at that point. And um, it's just so fun to come together and and meet people with similar interests, but in not in a non-cheesy way too. You know, I feel like right. so many networking events can get a little, um, I don't know, dis, disingenuous. But um, yeah, I've been. And but also I think social media isn't necessarily the worst. I think it's not great overall, but c- it can also bring people together in interesting ways. That's yeah. actually how I met one of the girls that I went on the event with oh, is nice. through social media original. Yeah. Oh, cool. But then so it's yeah. like a cool way to like yeah. r- make that original connection. As long as it's then, not your everything. Yeah, yeah. As, right. as long as it's not the only yeah. way yeah. you interact right. with people. Right.
0: Well, um. I wanted to thank you guys both for coming oh, in. Thank you. Yes, this was really fun. Yes. a topic that I think really matters, you know. And I think um, just being able to come together and say, hey, you know what, we're going to actually instantly dive into this mm-hmm. yes. just shows how um, depth filled we are mm-hmm. yep. and how much we need the connection of talking about something yes. that really matters. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to invite you to also share your social media and how people can follow you or get in touch with you. Sure.
2: You go ahead, Locke.
0: Okay, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Lock Hughes,
1: which is my first and last name L-O-C-K-E-H-U-G-H-E-S, and I post, um, like you were saying, some sort of like mini blog posts on my Instagram. and I'm also a health coach, so I do like to sort of share what I've what I'm learning um, in life. Thank awesome, you.
2: awesome, and you can find us at uh, on Instagram way more than facebook i'm just going to (laughs) say right um the Bo collective and uh we love any engagement we story tell on um on our social media you can get a real feel for what happens at the barn um and and Bo is is the name
0: of your youngest daughter yes this is right
2: i i we just had you know we have a real estate company in town that's named after the older kids and so I, I really, this is all kind of accidental, but yes, that's that's <laughs> how so the collective was named after her. And I would say maybe, I don't know, 20% of the collective now knows that, you know, they have no idea. So, um, so Boko, as it's been nicknamed, we just love it. So nice. life real is beautiful, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so thank you so much. Yeah, this is yeah, so, nice so neat. And good luck next thank weekend. Thank you so much. Right? Yeah, yeah we'll so have
0: um by the time this airs we'll probably have completed our oh. glamping retreat to okay Moab. well um but I'm there's i know it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> there's lots in store for the summer uh, we have a whole bunch of wonders and partnerships with some amazing women-led businesses in town and you can find more about wild women tribe at wildwomentribe.net and we're also on facebook and Instagram, so thank you for tuning in to the Ignite Podcast. Thank you to Park City TV for being our media partner, and uh, we will see you next time.